0: Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author and educator, and the president of Leverage Two Market Associates, Linda Popke.
1: Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. I'm here today with Joseph Rosenfeld, Joseph is a personal brand and style strategist who helps his clients discover their personal brands and design their personal styles. As Silicon Valley's trusted strategist, with 25 years' experience, his clients benefit from a simplified yet sophisticated system of creating a personal brand and style that's suited to their personalities, goals, coloring styles, and bodies. So thank you, Joseph, for joining us today.
0: It's my pleasure, Linda. Thank you for asking me to uh, appear with you.
1: So, Joseph, today I'd like to talk to you a little bit about how um, how your your personal style really impacts your personal brand. And can you explain a little bit about what you mean by personal brand and how is that important to leaders?
0: Absolutely. Your personal brand is your unique promise of value. So, the way that a person can communicate authentically what their brand value is, what that promise is, is going to help differentiate you from another person.
1: Okay. And and why is that so important for leaders to be able to do that?
0: From a leadership perspective, I think the key is that when you are clear about what that brand message is, you're able to get other people to be on brand with you. A strong leader has a strong brand, has strong messaging, and ties all of that into the brand values of their company. So a leader would basically have the same uh, guiding principles as what their company is. Usually the question comes through with clients, well, if my company stands for this, how do I stand for this? And my answer is, if you're already there with the company, how, are you, how could you possibly not be in alignment? Let's actually work together to make sure that the message of your company is, in fact, your message, and we always find out that there is really strong alignment.
1: Excellent. So, you know, having some familiarity with the whole idea of personal branding and, and how managing how you appear to others online, how does your personal style fit in with all of this?
0: This is one of the most interesting facets of my business and how I work with clients. And that is to focus on personal style insofar as how it affects a person's personal brand. The reality is if 7% of our communication is effectively verbal, what's happening with the rest? It's nonverbal. It's our body language, it's our eye contact, it's how we're communicating in all these ways, but it's often ignored uh, because it's too obvious that the way we dress, what our style is, is definitely communicating messages that are either in alignment or out of alignment with what our brand is. And that has so much to do with the colors that we wear, the styles of our clothing, the motifs in our clothing, if we're wearing logos or in the absence of logos, um, so many different things uh, really go into effectively communicating what your personal brand is through your personal style.
1: This is so fascinating because I, I think we, we spend a lot of time in marketing talking about personal about branding and also talking about personal brands, and I think people understand they need to have, you know, for example, they need to present themselves and not kind of show up in, in dirty clothes or old clothes or whatever, but the whole idea of logos or motifs on your clothes or the colors that you wear is very different. So could you talk a little bit about that and, and how do you kind of understand how to, how to dress someone, actually.
0: Sure. Uh, For example, uh, let's talk about lapels on a coat. Mm -hmm. Um, Generally speaking, there are two popular models of lapels. There's the notch lapel, which is a little bit softer, and then there's a peak lapel, which is a little harder and a little more angular. Uh, For someone who, uh, and there are others, there could be a rounded collar Mm -hmm. or a rounded lapel, but that's a little more unusual and generally left for some kind of formal wear looks. Um, so I focus most of my attention really on the peak and notch lapels. So the notch lapel is really great for someone who is not trying to have it be all about them. Um, and that's most people, but I have so many other clients who actually really need the strength and energy of a peak lapel. It gives them, um, added confidence in some way. Uh, It can also uh, help give them the look and feel of a little bit more strength, that they're being a little bit more bold uh, when they put that kind of a garment on. Some of my clients will only wear peak lapel garments. Other clients will only wear notch lapel garments. And they really help to provide them with an anchor that when I put this jacket on today, I am going out there with this attitude And it really makes a difference. The onlooker, who's uh, paying attention to the way my client is dressed, is also receiving this kind of visual information. And if my client looks like uh, he or she is going to be falling asleep at the table wearing a peak lapel jacket, they look pretty much out of alignment. (laughs) So this keeps them all on focus and on track
1: which is very exciting.
0: It gives them a certain kind of energy.
1: This is fascinating, and I have to tell you, I, I haven't even thought about what a lapel looks like or which one would be right or wrong or whatever. So the fact <laughs> that you, you know all this is just amazing to me. So, so tell me a little, tell us a brief story of, 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 um, of a client that, say, had a successful experience because he or she was on brand. How does that work? Great example uh,
0: that I would love to share with you. I have a client who uh, has a prominent position within her company. Um, there was a day where she was going to be speaking uh, for as the keynote speaker at a women's initiative conference for the company. And 200 of the topmost female employees from the company were going to be in San Francisco for this uh, day long program. So I said to my client, I want you to read me any part of your speech that you that you can actually share with me that tells me as well as it will tell everyone else why this matters to you so much that you are there being the keynote speaker. Her speech was about 15 minutes long and she read me about 15 seconds worth of it. So I got the gist and I Said, Okay, I want you to go and let's pull up the logo of your company, which she did. Um, And she laughed at me that we were doing something that seemed like it was going to be a bit remedial. And I said, I want you to describe the colors that are in your company's logo. And let's talk about the shape of the logo and all this stuff. And basically what came out of it was it was a multicolored logo with soft uh, shapes that basically make the whole thing look very inviting. Like mm-hmm. you can come to this site and there's something here for everyone. Right. Well, her 15 seconds of her speech was actually in alignment with, in, with the notion of inclusiveness. And so I said, well, we have to take what we have from your wardrobe and find something that gives you the look and feel of inclusiveness. And she said, oh, my God, how are we going to do that? And I said, oh. This is going to be so easy and so much fun, you're not even going to believe it. So I took a really great green sweater, some blue jeans, some black motorcycle boots, and a blue uh, new buck vest, put that all over top. She put the whole thing on. She has red hair to begin with, and with all of these colors, the red, the green, the blue, she was looking like the vision of inclusiveness incarnate. And I topped it off with a really great gold necklace, and she went out the next day, and she rocked the house. Wow.
1: Wow, that's just amazing. I would have never even thought about this. So I find this very, very fascinating. Can you tell us, so what could folks listening to this do on their own to improve their own personal brand and style? I mean, ideally, if if we – could do this, we would have Joseph, you would come out, and you would would work with each of us individually. But since you can't be everywhere, all over the place, and there's lots of people listening to this, what kind of tips could you give us that would help those of us that don't have the privilege of having you physically there working through our wardrobes?
0: Absolutely. I think you have to be cognizant of the color choices that you are making. Uh, When you are going through your closet or when you go out shopping for something new, The first filter is, does this color support me? And I think that it sounds a little basic, at least to me, because this is what I do for a living, but a lot of people actually blow off the importance of color. But we feel a certain emotion or a certain strength around our favorite colors. We feel other emotions around colors that are depleting of our energy. So I would at least... Suggest that what each of you do is slow down the process just a little bit and pay attention to the color choices that you're making. If you feel really great about a color, chances are it will work for you in some version. You can always fine tune that down the road, but that's one basic thing you can do. Another thing that you can do is really get into paying attention to how your clothes are fitting. Uh, One thing that I find is so true of most of my clients is that they want to be comfortable. Well, if you're in clothing that fits too big, the feeling is, well, that's comfortable. But you're carrying around extra fabric. It's falling all over the body. It's covering your body and oftentimes cloaking it. There's no revealing of who you really are as a person. So I end up showing my clients how comfortable clothes can be when they actually fit the body properly. So I can't underestimate how important the fit of clothing is. And the hardest part is of the trilogy of ideas is really thinking about style because you do need to learn a little bit of the language of style and of clothing in order to understand which lapel, for example, is really best suited for you. Um, What kind of pant leg is best suited to you? Should you be in a crew neck or a V-neck or um, a turtleneck as far as maybe some knitwear choices go? Some of that is rooted in what your personality is and some of that is also rooted in what your physicality is. If you have a really short neck, for example, you shouldn't be, uh, wearing a turtleneck, but if you have a pretty long neck, a turtleneck will be pretty good. But then the next question is, is a turtleneck really the most suitable style of knitwear for your, for your brand? Is it uh, covering you up too much, or do you need to look a little bit more open and friendly, um, or do you need to look a little bit more strict and stern? So there are so many things to ask, but if you can start asking yourself some of these kinds of questions. It can take you down the pathway of some self-discovery and you may end up feeling more like you're in your full power having made those discoveries on your own and then going for it.
1: That's great. So just, just, think, so just, just to kind of reiterate there, uh, the color choices, uh, which, which I think uh, most of us can relate to. Um, the fit and not to be too big and I thought you were going to say not to be too tight but also not to be too big and too that's kind of um, looking <laughs> right and then the style and and understanding that and and that's an area where I think probably most of us um could use a little help because it's you know we we probably pick things that that could be could have worked for us when we were younger or at a different weight perhaps and and may not work anymore So you talk about the language of clothing and color and style, is is that what you mean by that? Can you elaborate a little bit more on that?
0: Sure. I think the the language of clothing is really about understanding more of these concepts as I have been alluding to. The idea that every piece of clothing that you have sends a message. Every color um, that you wear sends a message. Um, it's been proven that uh, through the study of color psychology that we really are impacted by uh, the colors that we see Um, but we are also really impacted culturally by styles that we see if we are uncomfortable with uh, let's even say a form of indigenous dress uh, and we show up to a meeting and someone is dressed that way we may have a hard time interacting with that person. So it's important for us in terms of at least Western modes of dress and style that we don't take for granted what we think we like or what we think we have known. It's really important to open up and have a greater conversation around style and color and fashion in terms of understanding that language.
1: That's great. That's fantastic. And I think it's something, an area of branding that many of us don't think enough about. So tell us a little bit about, to to just finish up here, Joseph, uh, if someone wanted to to work with you more personally, how would they go about doing that? How can they reach you?
0: The best place to start is to visit my website. The address is www.josephrosenfeld.com. When you're on the website, I would invite you to check out my blog. Uh, I put something up fresh every week. I would also encourage that you join my e-blast list so that you can receive the blog directly to your email every week. It's free. I'm always offering uh, concepts and tips and philosophies about why your personal style is so important to your brand. Um, and there are ways to contact me through the website uh, if you are inclined to want to know more about working personally together. Um, I do offer one-on-one private consulting. I also offer a three-day boot camp retreat, uh, one for women, one for men, each season, and I'm also offering clients an opportunity to travel to Paris and New York with me uh, coming up this spring and I'll be uh, keeping this uh, concept going uh, once per season, so twice a year.
1: That's fantastic. That sounds great. Well, Joseph, thank you so much for for sharing that with us. Now I've got to go run into my closet and immediately look at at the lapels and and colors and styles and see what has to go. So I appreciate your taking the time to share that with us.
0: My pleasure. Thank you again for asking me to be part of your podcast series. I'm grateful.
1: Thank you. This is Linda Popkin. Until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership.
0: We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership brought to you by Leverage 2 Market Associates. If you'd like to find out how powerful marketing results can transform your organization, contact us at www.Leverage2Market.com.